This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCube, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. Moffy is a 29 South African British biographical war romantic drama film written and directed by Oliver Hermanus. I am absolutely disappointed that I didn't make the premiere, but from what I've seen online, from what I've seen on the conversations, this is a serious movie that needed to be told, that needed to be shown, and the South African market seems very susceptible to the message that it's sending. I have no idea who did your marketing, who came up with the PR idea, but I've seen celebrities trending all over South Africa, telling their story about what Morphe means to them and what the word Morphe means to them. Saying that word makes me cringe a little bit. Obviously, I'm gay and I have the history as well. But I'm excited to have um, you guys in studio to chat about the movie, being a part of it now that it's in South Africa. I've got Rickus Vainant Hilton and Sean that have joined me on the Good Things Guy jackpot. Obviously, this is all about the good things. We want to figure out where we have the good things in this, this movie. It's a hard topic. And um, from what I understand, it's a hard show. But there is a good thing there. We're going to figure that out now. Welcome to the studio, gents. Thank you so much. How are we feeling about the movie? So I want to start by saying, like, I also cringed a lot with the word when I used to say it. But now I've said it a couple of times and I'm like, Muffy, 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 Muffy. And then it gets better because that's also what we're trying to do with this film. We're trying to take that power away. We try and deactivate what it has. And yes, Muffy, Muffy, Muffy. So, I mean, I've, I've got a little bit of a background about the Muffy movie. And it's set in a time in South Africa when people were conscripted into the army. And the main character is dealing with being different. And um, it's a hard thing to face. I mean, I remember being in school and being different. But at least I could go home at the end of the day. This is a, a very tough thing and a, a tough subject to approach, yeah? It was a time in South Africa where any kind of difference was uh, frowned upon and you were so told what to believe and how to how to act and what masculinity was and if you stepped out of that border that was created for you in any way there was um very kind of intense uh, reactions to that yeah it's a it's a dangerous story i speak about the marketing and the pr that you guys have done around the yeah. word i don't think the words become any easier or any better yeah no absolutely i think it's still relevant um and it's still being used in a in a hateful way today um, obviously the circumstances are different, but the word is still being used. And uh, no matter who you are, whether you're gay or whether you're different or whether you just don't fit into a hyper-masculine environment, um, the word still applies to you and you can still relate to it. I think everyone in South Africa has a way of relating to that experience. And Hilton, yourself, getting involved mm-hmm. in the movie, what was that like? Incredible, incredible experience. I feel very lucky to be a part of it. Incredible director and really amazing to work with as an actor it was a long audition process we all auditioned for three or four different characters it was two years a lot of chemistry reads a lot of a lot of rehearsals yeah it was an extremely long process and afterwards if we take it for what it is now has the movie stayed with you uh yeah i mean we've been working tirelessly on the film for about 
over a year now and even after the film aired you know we've been working a lot on the the marketing and and talking about the film and trying to spread the word and make sure that the conversation is happening yeah well i can tell you for free and for nothing the conversation is definitely yeah well, that's that's good if i see sort of all the videos that are on social media and and what people are speaking about we have a couple of the jacaranda hosts as well that got involved and did their videos on what morphe me- means to them actually I, I get a lump in my throat when i have to say it so i haven't seen the movie yet and I'm excited to see um, what it really digs into and, and what the outcome is. Tell me about your guy's role in the movie. I play Sneeman, uh, Neil Sneeman. He's kind of the guy that gives in to the system at that time. It's sink or swim, you know, and uh, he is kind of walking in the shadow of his brothers who were all conscripted and they're all doing well in the army and there's that patriotic feeling of um, joining the army and doing something for your country. And as he goes in, the only way for him to really succeed is to really go all out, you know, and accept the ideologies and try and become that hyper-masculine version, you know. So, and that's also a thing with these characters that you'll see it in the film where the characters that are different, their pain comes through like the quiet moments, Right, and you'll see the characters that that kind of try and show off, and you know those masculine type of characters. They use a lot of words. They use a lot of performance to kind of prove that they are this thing that the army wants them to be. But like, are they really? You know, they're all struggling to be that. And that I think is also cool about the film. That yes, it follows um, the character of Nicholas that is gay, but that word is used against gay soldiers. Um, heterosexual soldiers you know it's everyone if you don't hit that form of masculinity that they want you to be then you're a morphe that's just how it is that's, yeah. it's the morphe is almost the being different that's what it's yes, sort of about yes yeah. and being less and that's the thing right yeah, that, if, if that you, hurts it, it does hear it like that that yeah, hurts yeah and everyone felt it you know if you cannot reach that point then you're less and that's the shared experience that they have that's also just bringing back to the research that we've done. I've spoken to some of my uncles who were conscripted, and some of them say that they hate, like, Otsur and the, the army base so much, they don't even want to fly over there. You know, they, they have such a hate relationship with that because of this pain yeah. and trauma that they've... I guess, I mean, we're all pretty young, and uh, we've never had to face the idea of being conscripted Mm. or going into the army. And whether that means that you're gay or different, we've never had to deal with that head-on. Yes. I do believe, though, that as as South Africans and as the millennials or exennials or whatever title we fit into, uh, we still deal with these problems day-to-day. The world's a very tough place, Mm. and I think uh, South Africa is still definitely finding its feet in the new generation and the future. If you think of the world over... I mean, Australia only got marriage signed off a couple of years ago in the gay world. So I think there's a space for growth for everybody. You know, for me, like when I was younger, I used to be called a Morphe and stuff. And then started acting and stuff. I started working in this bubble where everyone's accepting. Everyone is really like, like actually enhancing you. And then the other day, like two weeks ago, I went to Stellenbosch with one of my friends. And we were standing outside in the middle of the night and there were a car who drove past and shouted stuff at us Ugh. I can't repeat it and I yeah. was so shocked I was so so shocked and I couldn't believe it like it's 2020 and these guys like and they didn't stop to have a conversation or anything they just shouted and they left 
But, you know, like Hendrik, one of the other actors, said it so nicely the other day. And he said, it's not a reflection on, on us. It's a reflection on them. And you have to think of it like that. Yeah, so, mm. I mean, the, you mentioned a couple of things there. The first off is living in a bubble, right? Mm. So during school, um, I'd never come out until I'd, I'd finished school. And uh, that first year of varsity, it was like living in a dreamland. I mean, Melville at the time had the best bars, the best clubs. The group of people that I surrounded myself with was absolutely incredible. And I created the safe bubble for myself. But every now and then... You know, whenever you feel it's time to celebrate being gay, someone will tell you that they can't bake your cake for you. Um, that's what it kind of comes down to. People shouting, I, if I speak to anybody who's in the LGBT community, if you haven't been shouted at from a car, if someone hasn't <laughs> called you a fag from a car, you haven't really lived. It really happens to everybody. And that is, it's in 2020, which is crazy, crazy. What are you guys hoping to achieve, right? So the, the movie's now... Um, the premieres happened in South Africa. I did mention this off air that it actually premiered last year on the Circuit Festival. So it's already got a great reception globally. It's time for South African audiences to jump in as well. But what do we really expect and what are we hoping for when someone has seen the movie? To give them a sense of um, understanding from where we came from and hopefully to change what we're doing now. To understand that it didn't just happen um, you know, 40 years ago or um, 100 years ago, it, it's still happening. And you're blind if you don't you don't see that. It's say, no, it's not happening. It's not here, not here. And we need to work towards accepting everyone. You know, saying, however you are, you're not not enough. You are enough. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you're not that, as Vainan said, you're not that masculine guy. So what? You're enough. You're still you. You're unique. And that's just what I'd hope for, for the audience to, to live for, is to accept everyone as they are. It's like, I'm going to change the subject or whatever, like, when I laugh, it's like, I don't, you know, I look ugly when I laugh. But I'm happy. I'm happy doing it. Who, who, came, who came up with that? I mean, did you come up with that yourself? Did no. You? Okay. No, it's people, people told me, okay, well, don't, like don't you laugh. You get new ugly. people, bro. And I mean, and I mean <laughs> even, even just for that, I know that hurt me. And if we can just change that and then get bigger, 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 and then any differences, we need to put that aside. We need to move forward. And I know it's hard, but I mean, that's what I hope for this film does is to, to get everybody together. So, I mean, the whole, my whole 2020, maybe 2019 vibe is to be kinder and to love louder. The world's a very, very broken place. And we, we rarely know uh, what someone else is walking on their journey we really know what they're going through um what baggage they're carrying around and you've just spoken about your life that's the most awful thing i've ever heard if anybody ever says that to you again i hope you don't use violence <laughs> but um maybe laugh a little bit louder yeah. and if you ever catch yourself saying that to your own self in the mirror then there's a bigger problem society has a way of embedding itself in your subconscious and um we need to root all of that stuff out so that we can love ourselves and then we can start loving each other a lot more i'm getting very philosophical <laughs> very philosophical so i've spoken a little bit about the fact that it is a hard subject right mm. um when you guys are watching the movie with the audience is it are you watching the audience to see what their reception is like it's very interesting um when i was in london and venice as well uh, watching the film there's moments where the audience you can kind of feel the impact that it has on them because they don't have the understanding of the history of the army you know and there are a few a few of those same moments 
their audience in South Africa would laugh at the same moment because they have the context of the army and they might have a relationship to it. So there was a different response to that. But the most beautiful thing for me was when we were in London, after the premiere, there were a few uh, South African guys who stood up and said, um, hi, this is my name, and I was in the army, and Axa Morphy. And they stood up in the in the audience, you know, in the, in the theatre, and felt that they now had the opportunity to stand up and say that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was really powerful. Yeah, super, super powerful. Mm. Jeepers. Where to next? Yeah, no, the film is going to Mexico next week. Um, I know the film's going to Australia as well in, in June. But the film's been traveling and it's been to Norway, it's been to Palm Springs, Thessalonica in Greece, Oof, uh, London, Venice, all, a lot of places. Yeah. What's really exciting about a subject like this, and I don't want to put it into the same context, but I'm going to because it's quite niche. So I spoke with the ladies who'd created the movie about the Rhino War, right? right. Which is really, it's a really hard watch. It's really tough to watch because it, it's sad to, mm. to see what's really going on in the world. Um, and what was a very interesting thing to see was when the film was on circuit, you had people that were physically spending their money to go buy tickets to see the film. Mm. And they were interested to see it. But there was this whole other reaction when the movie became a little bit more mainstream and it went on to South African television. Because then all of a sudden you had the aunties and uncles that weren't buying the tickets, but they were physically sitting down and all of a sudden watching it without knowing that they were going to. Yeah. And that changes mindsets. I think yeah. that's going to be an interesting thing to see when it goes live on, on the South African television sort of circuit. Mm. Very exciting stuff. If people want to follow you, do you have social media handles? Where can they get more information about you once they've seen the movie? If they want to follow your Instagram with all your shirts off, where do they go? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow the Instagram page and the Facebook page and you can get all the information. And also the uh, campaign that Oliver started with uh, a few African celebrities, um, hashtag called the Morphe, which is incredibly powerful. And I would recommend you go and check that out. Fantastic. We're going to put links to all of that at the bottom of this podcast. So if you guys want to see the trailer, if you want to see those um, powerful, powerful videos, mm. like I said, some of the Jacaranda DJs also got involved, which is, is really powerful. And we'll put all those links underneath here so that you can get that. Thank you for joining me on the Good Things Guy Jackpot. It's been incredible having you here. That's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you so it's so been amazing. Nice. Thank you. I'm, exci- I'm actually going to close up today and I'm going to go watch the movie. I think that's my plan. Great. <laughs> Thank you and only good things. Thanks. I'm Brent Lindeke, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks and only good things.